Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Escape the Cage, our podcast where we talk to creators, we talk to business owners, we talk to people that just decided to carve a different path for themselves. And I have another great example of that today. This is Alex, and Alex is from Impacts. Alex has harnessed the possibilities and the power of one of the other big platforms these days, LinkedIn, to basically turn it into a 24-7 sales rep for your organization to generate leads and sales. So without any further ado, welcome Alex Sheridan. How are you doing today, sir? What's up, brother? Doing well. How about you? Awesome. Awesome. Great to spend some time with you. I know we're on a crunch, so we're going to make this <laughs> quick. Let's jump right in. Tell us your story, how this whole thing evolved for you. So I was in B2B sales for 10 years and in, always had this kind of inclination and itch to want to start my own business. I would like dabble and I wrote a book on sales, never published it. Like I would create training manuals. I was always had an entrepreneurial type of spirit. But in 2019, I really made the decision. I was like, I want to start a business. I'm going to get for real about this. And I thought it was going to be sales consulting. And so I started posting content on LinkedIn to get drive awareness and create demand for my business. And what I realized right away was that, man, there's there's so much power in video content getting in front of people instead of shaking hands or going to virtual networking events, meeting people one by one in small doses, I could actually create videos and it would be seen by thousands of people and really create a demand and uh, position my company and my services as a need for them. So once I did that, I was like, man, I'm all in on this video thing and social selling and LinkedIn. I thought it was gonna be much bigger years down the line and it is today. And so. I decided to go on all in on that business, made the decision January, 2020, February, 2020, won my first company for or first client for that actual business. And then six months later, I was putting in my two week notice because I was making more money at my, at this job than I was at my full-time job. And That's so that was it. So it looks like you and I got the same piece of advice from the one and only Gary V a couple of years ago. Um, and I got it in 2019 and started producing content, but hadn't really kind of honed in on what I what I exactly wanted to do. But it was, you need to be on TikTok, you need to be on LinkedIn. At the time, I had, I don't know about you, but in 19, I knew nothing about TikTok. Yep. Um, I just kind of got on there and started making lots of mistakes and doing my thing. But you obviously got that same advice from Gary Vee, and you, and you took it to heart. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was for me, it wasn't that I heard it from him and then got serious about it. I heard him talking about it for a while and a lot of people talked about it, but I didn't get serious about it till this year. Actually, I started creating content before that. But this this year was a year for me. I was kind of watching TikTok and I created some and I dabbled in it. And I was kind of like I was doing my thing on LinkedIn and it was working very well. So I stayed there. But I think this year I really got serious and I know some friends that have gotten into it and seen some results. And I think for me, it was something, probably a lot of different things. Some of the messages, some of my friend stuff, some of just what I've been hearing, a lot of things kind of came together. And I was like, man, and the way I was structuring my business model changed. And I was like, TikTok's going to be really important for us. So I just made the commitment January this year, really, to get serious about TikTok and post, you know, five to, to seven videos a week and build my content strategy to where I could create a ton of video content for the platform without having to create everything from scratch. So yeah, this was the year I got serious about it. And yeah, 2019 for, for LinkedIn. What is it about these two platforms? And obviously your wheelhouse is LinkedIn, but what it is, what is it about these two platforms that makes them better than Facebook and Instagram and paid ads and all those other things? TikTok's better than all those quite simply because it has great organic reach. 
you, it's really very hard to go viral on Instagram or Facebook or any of these platforms. I mean, and even if you do see the people that get 20,000, 30,000, 100,000 views on a, let's say an Instagram reel, if you look at the comments and you ask them how many followers they gain from that, typically it's very low, right? And so it's like, you don't, it's not the same type of results that you would get from a TikTok. I also look at just the nature of the way platforms progress and die and fade out. And if you look at, they all go through phases, right? LinkedIn's kind of weird. It's a unicorn. It's actually been around 20 years and just recently became a content platform. But most platforms start young in terms of demographics and that kind of stuff. And then they get older, more people get on, more people get on. And then pretty soon it starts to age and kind of out, right? And not become popular anymore because it's so saturated. There's so many people on there. There's so many people creating content. There's so many ads on the platform. And due to those reasons, the organic reach drops way down. It kind of fades out anyways, just from a cultural standpoint. And then people move to other platforms. It's just the way life and nature goes. So TikToks like this, Instagram, in my opinion, is like this right now. So why would you get on a train going down when there's one going up where you can create almost the same type of content? And so it just doesn't, I, don't, I always scratch my head when I see people on Instagram creating and posting all the time. And then I ask them, are you on TikTok? And they're like, no. And I'm like, that just doesn't make any sense to me for most businesses. Yeah, I think you have to you have to go where the attention is. Of course, clearly the attention is no longer on Instagram and Facebook. Right. You know, those are outdated strategies, and you can see how TikTok and LinkedIn specifically are really eating into those platforms, and that's why they have they basically mimicked TikTok. I mean, they're stealing everything with Reels, trying to remain relevant. And they're they're doing this in like this desperate attempt to to maintain attention, but yeah. you know there there there's no way to there's no way to stop the train that is TikTok at, at this point. Right, and, and I would guess that Zuckerberg is very focused on Meta in the future and and virtual reality and that type of stuff. And I think that it's just very clear that that's what he's focused on. I'm I'm sure he wants Instagram and Facebook to do quite well, but they're looking at the future. And so, and that we're not all going to be wearing goggles in the next, you know, two years and being in virtual reality eight hours a day. That's not happening in the next two years, but eventually it's very realistically that it will happen. So I think they're looking ahead and planning for that um, and trying to do the best they can to keep up in the meantime and try to continue to innovate and that kind of stuff. But, you know, TikTok, I mean, I went, I recently won a, a five figure consulting deal from TikTok. So, I mean, it's like, and that's, and more leads are starting to happen and more consulting deals and more video editing deals are coming through TikTok where before when I wasn't, obviously I wasn't focused on the platform and just posting videos, you know, here and there, I didn't see that. I also think that it's just evolved over the last even 12 months as more and more people get on there and look at this like a business platform. I would still say that LinkedIn, of course, is, is the majority of my leads come from LinkedIn. What's great about LinkedIn is that you've got great organic reach, just like you do on TikTok, but it's a business platform. So it's business-minded people. The content's different. It's not as infused with entertainment and random stuff, right? So now LinkedIn has evolved over the last couple of years for sure, but it, it's really powerful for that reason because it's still somewhat in the supply and demand terms and the ads, there's not, a, there's not as much content on LinkedIn and TikTok. There's not as much ads on there. And so for that reason, the organic reach is good. And then you've got one where it's like a heavy 100% video platform that has a lot of different type of content on there. And you've got LinkedIn that's more of a business type community where you know decision makers are showing up to every single day and making buying decisions based on what they see in terms of the feed. And it's it's always the early adapters who benefit the most. 
uh, the people, because we're like, we're still in infancy, you know, on both of these platforms as far as short form video. We all know short form video is the way to go. Um, that's what I think is so genius. You were one of the very first people that I ever saw on TikTok um, that started talking about short form video on LinkedIn. And yes. obviously, because short form video grabs the eye first. It, it makes you immediately stand out from 90% of the of the content that's on LinkedIn. Talk, to, talk a little bit about that strategy and, and how it benefits you and other businesses. Yeah, I mean, and the, the one thing I'd say to that too is that when you're early to the game, you do reap the benefits later on if you do it right, but you also incur, you take on a lot of risk early on that if it doesn't work, you're there. So being a pioneer has those two things in common where it's like, yes, you, you can reap the benefits more than anyone else later on. But if it doesn't turn out how you think it is, you also incur more risk and probably more wasted time, but you'll learn things too. So it's not like it's a waste of time, right? I see everything as a, as a growth opportunity, but in terms of the videos, yeah, I think, you know, I think that the way that I repurpose my videos now is unlike anyone else does. I'm definitely on LinkedIn and I even think on TikTok because what I do and people don't even know this, I take my podcasts and live sessions and I repurpose them vertically for TikTok and for LinkedIn and it works really well and I've won a lot of clients from it because I look into the camera, I'm making eye contact with it like as I'm recording this now, I'm doing the exact same thing, right? And then I cut it up and trim it, knowing that it's going to be posted for short form video content for LinkedIn and for TikTok. And yes, I was one of the early people that started doing short form video on LinkedIn and definitely one of the first people to do green screen skit videos and edutainment, getting really heavy into that was definitely one of the first pioneers with that. And I just, it's, it's really, if you just look at consumer behavior, it's not like rocket science, like people, it's not like there's one platform that's the number one website in the world now, TikTok, and that doesn't influence other things. Like people are, and people are consuming more video content than they ever have before. It's doubled in the last four years. So I just look at like, what are people doing? What are consumers, how are they buying? How are they watching? How are they consuming content? And I was like, clearly there's more video. Clearly it's more short form video. Do I not think the same thing's going to happen on LinkedIn? What, because it's a business platform, all of a sudden people don't want to see short form video content there because it's a business platform. People don't want to laugh and smile. They don't want to see rap battles and skit videos and that kind of stuff. Of course they do because every business person is a human being. So I, to me, it's just knowing human behavior and watching what people do and why they do it and asking questions and getting curious Curiosity, I think, is one of the most underrated aspects of being a content creator and a business person. And the humor that you bring to it. I, I think that's what makes it so human, I, for lack of a better word, a, a horrible transition term there. But that's what makes it human. That's what makes it real. That's what makes it authentic is you were able to, to bring this humor to that. And is that the way, were you hesitant to do that on a business platform, thinking you weren't going to be taken seriously? You know, I'd be lying if that thought never crossed my mind. If there were times when I was like, you know, am I doing too much of it to where people aren't going to take me serious as a business person? But the, the thing was, I kept winning business from it. So it was like the edutainment and the skit videos and the rap battles, it was bringing in business more than my regular content was. So I did think about that. And I also thought about my, met my if you look at 99.9% .9 of my edutainment or skit videos or videos with humor, they have a great message behind them. So it's not like I'm doing random, like I see a bunch of random like TikTok trends and they try to post on LinkedIn. It's like lip syncing for five seconds. And like, that's not a message. Like that, there's no message behind that. Like that's not gonna create demand for your business and your services and your industry, right? So 
I was always very intentional with how I did it in the first place. But the reason I got into making, to, the reason I got into putting humor into my video and to create the edutainment, entertainment, education videos was because I realized early on I was new. I was new to platforms. I got on Instagram, LinkedIn, brand new. And I was like, I got to find a way to break through the noise. If I just sit here and talk, people may listen, but it may take a while. If I got on here and did something in the first five seconds that made them laugh or go, oh, shit, that's, that's, that's good. That's creative. Or they got my attention. If I could loop them into a story, bring them into a story, I knew I could probably hook them for longer. And then I said, once they get in the story, though, I want a good message. I want to make them smile and laugh and entertain them. But I also want them to leave saying, that's a great point. And I, we need to start, we need to change our perspective on how we look at that. And in fact, if we're going to make some of these changes, we might want to call Alex and see if he can help us make some of these changes. So I was very intentional with the, with the humor, but it was, yeah, it was too, I mean, I mean, obviously the bottom line is that if you watch somebody talk for 60 minutes and it's really boring and versus watching somebody on stage or virtually wherever it is, and they're infusing stories and it's some entertainment, they're cracking a joke every now and then that's going to be more watchable than the 60 minutes of somebody just sitting there going like this, talking about their expertise. On the flip side, I'd say that the message is still the most important thing. So if you're being Mr. or Mrs. Entertainment and trying to make people laugh, but your message sucks or you got nothing to actually provide, then that's not going to work. But if you've got a great message and it's just delivered terribly, then that's going to affect you too. So this evolved from you finding a solution for yourself and then the business evolved as you yeah. began to realize, hey, I can share this solution with other people and other people need this solution. Yes, and, and if you look at my early videos, it's very obvious. Most people won't go back because it's like, on LinkedIn, it's like, that's a whole day job just to go back through all the content. They don't organize it the right way. But if you look at my very first videos, you can see, literally see me trying out skit videos, edutainment videos, and I, like, I dip my toes in, I, I see how it goes. I go back a little bit, I go a little farther in, I go back a little bit, then I go way farther in. And then pretty soon you can tell I hit a certain point where I'm like, I'm all in. Oh, this is me. I'm being me. And this is Alex Bennett Sheridan. This is who I am. This is how I roll. Like, I'm serious, but I'm also got a sense of humor. I also care about people. I also have this. I'm also accountable. I'm also disciplined. Like, we have different sides of us. I wanted to show those different sides and find a way to connect with my audience. Um, and so, yeah, the evolution was that that's how it went. Like, it was, it was a little bit of an evolution. I don't also, on the flip side, I don't teach my clients to do what I do, right? I'm not like, oh, you got to do edutainment. I'm like, you got to deliver a message in a, in a good way that grabs people's attention and gets them to listen. But I don't teach people how to do skit videos and acting and rapping in their videos because that's not everyone, right? They just have to find a way to tell their unique value proposition, their unique perspective and stories and insights. They got to find a way to get that out to their audience. And that's what we do through video, you know, consulting and coaching and advising, and then also through video editing and social media management. What I also like is your message allows you to scold corporate America for the way yeah. that they have provided content to people. Yes. Necessarily really pissing them off. You know, that's what I love about the humor that you bring to the whole thing. You, you allow, you know, because of your character driven type skits, I actually get the most out of those just because, um, just because, you know, you do, you kind of tweak the old guard a little bit, but you do it in a humorous way. So yeah, exactly. And that's a great point that you bring up that you kind of poke the bear, as they say. So you can kind of make fun of your potential customers. Usually everyone's like, put your client as the hero in the story. And I don't disagree with that. I think in a lot of ways that needs to be the foundation of your brand, that you're positioning the client as the hero, but you can also poke fun at things. 
right? And you poke fun at not the actual person, but you're poking the bear at the dumb stuff they're doing that's holding them back from getting what they want out of their business or out of their life or accomplishing their dreams or goals. That's really what you're poking to say like, hey, it's not you. You're not stupid. You're not dumb. You're not none of that stuff. You're fine. You're great. But what you're doing, the approach that you're taking, you have so much more to offer. I'm just going to point this out and show you how obvious it is that what you're doing is silly. And if you made some changes, you'd actually get better results. And that's what those edutainment and skit videos do where I'm like, I'm either playing LinkedIn or I'm playing like, we're a corporate executive and we're looking to put content <laughs> on LinkedIn. It's like, show them the company blog. It's like, no one cares. You know, like, it's just so silly. And sometimes people don't, they actually don't get it. It doesn't click in their mind. But when you show it to them in a story or in an edutainment video, or you bring some humor in, they go, that's so, that is so silly, but that's what we're doing. And now I see it and I'm like, gosh, I don't know why I didn't see this earlier because no one actually showed it to you that way earlier. Well, and they also can't, they can't see themselves in the eyes of somebody else. They can only see themselves through their own lens. And so exactly. they create a character that shows them what they're doing wrong. They can finally see themselves through what they should be doing all along anyway is you need to know who your customer is. You need to know what they want and what appeals to them, not just what is going to make you puff out your chest and make you look great. Exactly. Yep, 100%. So what do you see as the future of, uh, of LinkedIn specifically? I'll, I mean, obviously you, you follow TikTok too, but your TikTok kind of leads to your LinkedIn and, and I, I know what you're doing there. So what do you see as somebody who was an early adopter who has really started to gain traction with that? What do you see as the, the future for LinkedIn and business and short form video and that kind of thing? The future of LinkedIn. Um, let me look at my crystal I, ball. That's a question. I understand. No, it's fine. It's all good. Um, you know, I, I really don't know long term, but I, if I had to guess, I would say that based on my conversations with people at LinkedIn and people well, well connected with LinkedIn and based on what I just see from them featuring more videos in their daily and their weekly news top 10, a lot of them are being mine. What I see from just some of the actions that they're taking with how they view videos and they show impressions now, not just views. And so now we have an even comparison of like, what does a video do in terms of how many times it hit, does it hit the feed versus how many times does a text post hit the feed? We didn't have that before. It was uneven. It was views for three seconds for a video and just hitting your feed for a text. So it was not evenly balanced, right? So they've made some changes that make you think, and obviously they're smart you know, they're smart people, I would assume. And they're not sitting around in these boardrooms or wherever there are holding these meetings and going, I don't think video is going to be a thing in the future. I don't even see any short form, short form content. What? That's not going on. Of course they know. And if they want to be around long term, they need to really take advantage and adapt some part of their platform that is more, more easily accessed to, to post videos, to schedule videos. They need to open up, um, you know, maybe a separate feed or something or just change the feed they have so that when you post a vertical video, it actually shows up as a vertical video on the feed. Like, I think, can we get rid of the, the box? Like, I don't think we need the one by ones anymore. Right. So they need to evolve for sure. There's some things they need to do. And if you think about it, too, if they want to attract, continue to attract the younger demographics, their, their younger demographic, they're going to need to know that these people are on TikTok, that they consume vertical video at shorter form, right? So there's a ton of different things they can do. What I don't think they should do is change who they are. I think there's certain things that they do that they should not try to be like TikTok. Don't try to be like Instagram. Like LinkedIn should try to be like LinkedIn, but like any business or platform or any person, you've got to evolve with time. You've got to get better. You've got to recognize that this, this might be a week. 
This could be a weakness. This could be a shortcoming. This is our strength. Let's leverage the hell out of that. And let's work on some of the things that we're getting feedback from our customers, from our users that we need to improve on. So I think it's a balance of staying true to who LinkedIn is, because I love that platform and they really shouldn't change who, the, who they are at the core. I think they're doing actually a lot of good in the world too, changing the way we look at professionalism and that kind of stuff. But they do need to adapt and evolve. They do need to be obsessed with figuring out who is our audience or um, who's on the platform. What do they think? What do they care about? What are they asking for? That should be at the core of, of their innovation. Yeah, because without adaptation, I mean, you either adapt or you die. You know? Yeah, you're going to die. You'll be alone. Most businesses don't do that, and most platforms don't do that, and that's why they do. That's why they die off. So, right. All right, Alex. So let's tell people how they can get in touch with you, how they can connect with you on social media. Give get all those deets to people. Yeah. So definitely, if you want to message me or reach out, LinkedIn's great. I'm on TikTok too, but LinkedIn for the purposes of DMs, it's I go through this at least once a day. Alex B. Sheridan. Um, if this conversation was interesting and you interesting to you and you want to hear a lot more, definitely check out the podcast Brand in Demand. Every week uh, we have a live event that you're welcome to come join. We open that up to the public now, so uh, I can send you the links too. But it's a live event we do every week. I talk for 10, 15, 20 minutes, and then we get into Q&A. And you can ask whatever you want to me about content, video, LinkedIn, TikTok, whatever you're interested in. And then we basically take the audio from that and we turn it into the podcast. Awesome. Well, I'm going to put all of this information in liner notes for both the audio as well as the video version that I have on my YouTube channel. I know you're on a hard stop today. I appreciate yeah. the time, Alex. But thanks again for being a guest on my podcast. And we will keep in touch with you and, and talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Take care.